0: It's a nice Friday. Again, we'll see some high, thin clouds moving from west to east. But otherwise, with winds not too strong and temperatures reaching the mid-60s this afternoon, just a couple of degrees below average, it looks pretty decent. Clouds will start to increase tomorrow, though, ahead of the next storm system. It's a southern latitude storm system, so to speak. In other words, a low pressure moving across the southern U.S. and then hooking to the northeast up into the eastern part of the country on its northern edge. There will be ice and snow. The rest of it's heavy rain, and that will include a large area of the southeastern part of the country from Saturday night, as early as late Saturday afternoon, well north and west of Jacksonville, uh, through Saturday night then and right on into Sunday. If you're traveling west on I-10, north at I-95 or 75, you're going to be impacted by this storm system. And when you get far enough north into the Appalachians, the Smoky Mountains, the Western Carolinas, it will be snow and heavy snow. And by the time you get to the east coast of Virginia or so, um, you'll be even getting snow to I-95. So, Plan ahead and think ahead if you'll be traveling through the weekend. For us locally in Jacksonville and northeastern Florida, first it's the cloud cover increasing during the day tomorrow. It's not a washout by any means, but there'll be at least a couple of showers that develop, especially in the afternoon, and especially along the I-95 corridor to the beaches. Some scattered showers as warmer, more humid air tries to move northward. Otherwise, temperatures will top out near 70 degrees. Not too bad for this time of year. And then the meat of this system, if you will, the strong cold front sweeps across the area on Sunday, and in advance of that front will be a wide area and large area of showers and a few thunderstorms, some heavy downpours. We may see a few strong storms, but right now my thinking is that instability will be pretty seriously limited on Sunday. In other words, we're not going to be all that hot. We're not going to have much time to heat up ahead of this band of rain and storms. Having said that, the upper level dynamics and wind energy with this storm system are quite impressive. So, While the threat for severe weather does not appear to be widespread, it's also not zero. So it is something we'll keep you closely updated on throughout the weekend, and in particular on Sunday, we'll update you as needed round the clock, of course. But the system's out of here by late Sunday afternoon, so the rain will diminish from west to east, but rainfall coverage will be 100%, everybody getting at least some rain. And right now it's looking like rainfall amounts are going to average between a half inch and an inch and a half. So another soaker for the area, and a few spots may see two inches or more particularly near and north of Interstate 10, so there will likely be some ponding of water and localized flooding, especially those areas that are, are of course, susceptible to high water uh, as we have yet another round of heavy rainfall, widespread rain for the area. We'll dry it out and cool it off behind this front for early next week. With temperatures plunging yet again, highs will only be in the 50s to start the new work week and nighttime lows will dip into the 30s, so a light inland frost or freeze will again be possible and already the next storm system is on the horizon and appears to be impacting us the following weekend, so we're kind of on a roll that we don't Rather not be on right now, which is storm systems five to seven days apart that are arriving just about each weekend. Uh, meanwhile, we are ringing the bell. The Action News Jacks and uh, WOKV and all of our Cox Media radio stations ringing the bell tomorrow, Saturday, at the Publix I 295 and Bay Meadows, uh, just right off the interstate. Very convenient to get to. We'll be ringing the bell from nine in the morning till seven in the uh, evening, so a 10 hour period of ringing, and we hope to raise a minimum of it would be nine. To raise a, about a hundred bucks an hour would be great. That would give you a thousand dollar kettle. That's not easy to do. Um, more realistically, maybe uh, $600 to $800, but, boy, we'd love to get to 1000 if at all possible. So come on down, help us out, throw a buck or two or however many bucks into the red kettle, help out our local Salvation Army, a mission that is all local, all that money, stays local, helps out right here at home, doing the most good with the Salvation Army. So we hope to see you at the um, Publix tomorrow at 295 and I-95. Lots of holiday activities, of course, this weekend with the big uh, problem weather-wise being the rain later Saturday night, particularly during the day on Sunday. Meanwhile, New Burris blog posted information on the EF3 tornado that occurred just north of the Florida-Georgia border Sunday afternoon. Action News Jax, Garrett Boden, and Cody, uh, Corey Simo were on that storm and on live during it, uh, its transit from near the Florida-Georgia border uh, just north of Hilliard all the way to Kings Bay just north of St. Mary's, Georgia, doing considerable damage on the bay, some of which we're not even really exactly sure what happened because it was on a Navy base, but Uh, submarine base to be precise, but some of the uh, evidence is indicating some pretty serious damage would have been a lot more serious had it been a metro area. Uh, But information on that in the Burrish blog, also uh, an update on the potentially developing El Nino over the equatorial Pacific and how that impacts us. Uh, Recent storm systems, by the way, may be a hint. And also um, how you can decorate this holiday season with LEDs and save a little bit on the old energy bill. Have a great and safe weekend with all your weather all the time. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for News 104.5 WOKV.